Hi, I'm Deb. And I'm Ange. And this is, Is This Remotely Working? A podcast where longtime creative partners, aka us, tackle life in this new work from anywhere world while living on opposite sides of the world. Hi, I'm Deb Maltzman. I live in Montclair, New Jersey. I'm a mom of two. And I am a copywriter who has worked at ad agencies in New York City for about 20 years. And 14 years ago, I met Angela Denise, who you're going to meet right now. Hi, I'm Angela Denise. I am an art director. Uh, I was born and raised in in New York, also working in advertising, where I met Deb, uh, as she said, 14 years ago. Been there my whole entire life up until recently. Um, I now am living in Sydney. Yes, Sydney as in Australia. And we're going to come back to that later. But we thought we'd tell you a little bit about what we do and, you know, how our, what our job is all about and what it, what it means to be partners or creatives in advertising. Cause, cause that's who we are. We mentioned that we met 14 years ago and we wanted to explain a little bit about what that means. Ange is an art director and I'm a copywriter and in advertising people traditionally pair up. If you've seen Mad Men, you've, you've seen that happen before. Um, the art director sort of takes care of all the visual aspects of ideas and the copywriter literally writes the copy. But, you know, it's funny and it was a good, it, it's a good way for people to kind of see how advertising works, Mad Men, right? But it was, it was a very much the art directors were like down in like a room, like the yeah. mole people, we don't, you we know, don't, and they would didn't... send the copy downstairs. So yeah. <laughs> times they've changed. I think towards the end of that show, they started working more as a team, which was, which was kind of funny. So it was yeah. like more how it, like in the seventies. And there was only one woman, Peggy, but yeah. like, really, there was like seven women at least when we started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Total. Bare, still barely any. But um, yeah. so we met and, and connected. We just had a way of working that was really fun. And we, we had the same ideas about pop culture and how we like to produce work together. And so we just stuck with each other. And here we are 14 years later. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a true uh, partnership. You know, a lot of times we compare it to, it's, it's like a marriage, you know, Um, we're, we're truly, we're very committed to each other and we're very dedicated and it's important because it's like, you need to sort of anticipate what the other person needs and wants and also, you know, be able to feed off of each other and, and rein each other in even, but you know, what we do is, is we really we make ads. I mean, you know, for the most part, or we create and build brands. So we, we come up with taglines. We, you know, put pictures and words together to write, you know, to, to create print ads and TV spots. Sometimes when a brand comes to us, they're not even a brand yet. And they're like, what, what's my name? What's my logo? What do I look like? What's my vibe? So we sort of do all of that stuff. Yeah. Soup soup to nuts, as they say. All the soup and all the delicious nuts. <laughs> soup to nuts. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think, uh, I don't want to say it was meant to be, but I think it was a very telling of, of how we did meet when we, when we met at Digitas uh, now 14 years ago and, and how ridiculous that scenario was. Yeah. Ridiculous in a good way, you know. They, they paired us up because I'm the writer and she's the art director, and that's what they yes, do. And you need even one if, of each. Even if you don't know each other, they're like, you two are gonna go off and work together. And 90% of the time, it's horrible, or, or I'd say 95%. And I've been yeah, it's like da- it's like dating. I mean, it is yeah. like dating, and you're like, this isn't working. I had oh. been through that quite a bit. I had worked with some real um, 
interesting people that I was like, um, I'm scared for myself. Um, and so, cause you know, you do spend a lot of time together. So when I met Ange and it worked, they, they kind of put us in this tiny, tiny office across from the men's bathroom. I mean, it was, it was like, really, it was really small and our chairs prime, like, primary prime real estate, our chairs were back to back and they like literally hit each other. If one of us tried to turn around and what started to happen was people would come visit us in the office and we'd spin our chairs around and bump into each other. And it was like our own little comedy show. Like we yeah. were just yeah. kind of would talk and, and someone once said, it's like, I, I feel like this is like a radio show here. Like I should put an on air sticker in the window you have here. Yeah. It was almost like, it was almost like we were doing it then pre podcasts. I don't even think podcasts were a thing back then. I don't even know if I had an iPhone yet then. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I do know that guilt group was up. Oh time. yeah, we bought a lot of things on guilt. We group bought a lot of sample sales. It's very intense. Yeah, very it was intense. really but stressful. I, really stressful shopping. But um, I remember I when I got to Digitas, Deb had been there for a while. Deb had been there for a bit, and and I was I was pretty green. I think I was coming off um, having been fired or laid off, and I was it's just distraught. And, and of course, New York worried about making my rent. You know, and and I um, was coming from a completely different situation. I had like left a relationship and moved back to New York from Boston, and they were. I was doing these American Express letter packages, which I, you do know what those are. Um, they're like the things that arrive in the mail. That's like you qualify for the American Express Gold Card and forty thousand free points. And and I was doing these, and they were paying by the hour, and they were paying time and a half overtime, and it was like very lucrative. And I was just like, I guess this is my life now. It's fine. Like, I'm just going to write these. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write these letters all day. And that's the letters and the letters all started with, uh, you know, obviously it was insert name here, but it was dear Sam A. Sample. Yeah. Sam A. Sample was always the, the name that they used. And, uh, you know, I, these like long letters and coming up with, you know, Angela and I joked because the idea was like, it's red. The idea is red. Um, it's very conceptual. (laughs) So I was, you know, I just sort of was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And that's fine. And I'll have to travel and have a life outside of work. And then I met Angela and suddenly I was like, I know I want to do more in advertising. Like this actually is fun. I'm remembering that this was more than, you know, junk mail. And so um, we stuck it, we stuck it out there for a bit. It was, it was a little, it was a good run. And I think uh, we, we I mean, that's the run that, that's the run that bought this house. (laughs) (laughs) Mine just bought a lot of stuff. I ended up selling on the real, real, not, not to, not to even bring that up, but that's like all the guilt, all the guilt group purchases ended up all the crap I bought online. I ended up reselling, reselling on a, you know, well, and we'll we'll give you Angela's consignment address where you can buy all of her old <laughs> check out my store, her, her old Hermes bags or whatever they were. <laughs> Which it wasn't even good. <laughs> it was just garbage. It was garbage. But I think you know what was great about that was it wasn't. It was probably the most benign thing we ever did in our lives. I mean, you know, it it it, it definitely it paid the bills. It bought a house, but it wasn't the most creative, exciting thing. But it it showed us that we we were meant to work together i think yeah. um and that's where this relationship blossomed and took off and then deb in true deb fashion was like we gotta get out of here we gotta do something bigger and better I'm, and i'm what is known as a quitter i like when things go slightly rough i like to quit and bail um which i think is like a positive skill of mine 
um, you know, where, you know, yes, you I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's ever too soon, but I, but I think when things are bad and you feel like you're in a negative rut and you got to move on, like, I think sometimes quitting is the best feeling in the world. And I, I hope all of you have had that feeling at some point. Yeah. And there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go far as, uh, go as far well, as we were freelancers, bad. by the way. Uh, so quitting yeah, there was not very dramatic. <laughs> no, but it was kind of, because yeah. I mean, I, we were there so long that they sort of thought we were, they were full time. I think we had 401ks. That's yeah, how no, I definitely, we I had, I yeah. have some money I found recently. Yeah. I found, yeah. Like there was some rollover business recently, but it wasn't bad. I think it was just that we felt we were both so energized by yeah. each other, each other and the partnership and what we felt the potential we could do that. We were like, we got to take this show on the road, literally. And so, so we did. And yeah. And I always mentioned over the years that it would be easier to find um, another husband than it would be to find another aunt. <laughs> so wow. I was really like, rom- it's really romantic. It's really romantic. But I was always <laughs> like, uh, I can find another guy to marry, but I can't yeah. find another ad partner because most of them are just horrible. Yeah. Well, you know, it is, it is very, uh, you know, to together to more beyond. I mean, you know, I, I think it is really to, to go back to talking about it as a, you know, this relationship, it really is, it really is similar because you're, you're trying to, you're learning about each other. There's, there are definite ups and downs. There's squabbles and agreements and disagreements, not only like with your personalities, but also like your subjectivity on the work and what you're making. So there's yeah. a lot of layers to it. It's, and, it's a complicated relationship. And you learn like, you know, during the, this 14 years, like I've had two pregnancies and gotten married and moved and Angela's had some things too. <laughs> My life is a huge secret wrapped in another enigma. But I think, you know, what I think was, was uh, really interesting. And I, you know, we had both worked with several other partners, you know, just didn't work out for one reason or another, whether we wanted, didn't want want the same things or work at the same places, but there was something that um, we did not realize about each other. I think from the beginning is that we were, that we did work differently and we worked that way together. Like it worked for us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think there, there's something to be said about that. It was like an immediate realization where it was like, we, we call them bursts. Like we'd go on a walk and we would come up with like five or six ideas on the walk, like take a walk for like 30 or 40 minutes and then come back and be able to like execute all of this stuff and put all this, um, put all these ideas together, put them down on paper. But it was those moments in between sitting in that office where the, the magic kind of happened and the ideas kind of came to be. And that was, um, we knew that was different because I think that, you know, we are creative people. So there is a, there is a process, but for us, it was these little bursts of time where we we go to lunch and we were like, okay, lunch is our time to work. Like, let's just come up with 10 ideas and then we can leave. Like we would kind of hold ourselves accountable to it. And it, and it really did work for us and it made us really efficient. I have to say. So we always had our own way of working. And sometimes it was like, I'm taking the train back home to New Jersey and Angela is like walking her dog and we're texting. And that's when we have the idea. So basically over the years, we really developed this way of working together and we worked at different ad agencies, freelancing. We took a couple full-time jobs it always felt like no one really understood how we worked. Everyone kind of wanted us to be in this box where we're literally like sitting at a cubicle 
next to each other where, you know, we we're there, we have to be there at nine 30 in the morning. We have to leave at Yeah. I mean, traditional job shit, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's what mm-hmm. all these, all these jobs are. And, and that always got to us because we were like, we're actually better like on the move and being separate and then apart. And, you know, um, so you can't, you can't chain us down. You can't so chain us down. You can't chain us down. So, you know, our last, I would say, and final job because we've been <laughs> independent ever since. Is was, that your last and final answer? This is my, my last one. We, we worked at an agency that also happened to be two women's names. We were excited to work there because because they were, you know, a female creative team and we were a female creative team. We sort of thought they're going to get, you know, how we work. But the same thing happened where it was like very much like be in at 9 a.m. and don't leave without telling us. And and that, you know, we, we it was interesting. And one day something magical happened. We really struck gold. Dun, dun, dun. And we got canned, fired. You know, I, I love saying we got fired. 86. <laughs> I think it was harder 86. for Angela. Like I was like that day. I'm like, we no, got fired. I, we got I, was, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I knew it was happening. I went into That's work true. that day and I was like, something's up. This is not good, which is not usually me. It's usually Deb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. Cause I don't like admitting stuff like that. I'm like, no way. No one's firing us. But I had this, I had this Everybody feeling. Everybody loves us. It's not possible. very likable. No, I had this feeling leaving the office that night. I was like, tomorrow, something's up in the air. I don't know. It was, there were bad juju, bad vibes. I felt very bad. And, and I texted Deb and I was like, something's going on. And then the next morning, and I mean, you were like a ghost in there. I mean, it was very shocking. We don't have to get it. I was, was totally bad. shocked. But anyway, we, we get hired together and we get fired together and yeah. we negotiate our contracts together and we, we sort of do everything together. So at least when you get shit canned, you, you have are, somebody, you have somebody to walk out of the door with and, and be like, Whoa, I can't believe that just happened. Usually you're alone. We were kind of like, let's go yeah. get a drink. We're like, but it was like 10 a.m. I'm like, we need, I'm like, we need Bloody Mary's. Yeah. We need Bloody Mary's. And you know, we're, we, uh, we left and we were both just like, what is happening? What is happening? And um, I started texting some people, uh, you know, old colleagues and friends and you know, we're, uh, I don't even think we were a block and a half from the off the, the old office. And he was like, can you work, can you start today? <laughs> We've got a freelance job that afternoon. <laughs> and uh, well, the, the funniest part about that about was I had later. to go, I had to go to the Apple store because I had given my computer up and because we had been working full time for a few years, I didn't have like a current computer. That's right. So I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like, we'll be there in a couple of hours. We just have to stop and get computers. We're just going to go drop a couple grand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, uh, we just have to run. Out. We're yeah. We're just downtown. We'll be on our way. And Deb's like, well, let's stop at the Apple store and buy a computer. Um, but it, you know, I, I think, um, the funny part is it's like, things are, things are meant to be what they're meant to be. You know, we walked out, we called one person and then all of a sudden we were working and we were like, oh, we remember one because we started freelancing together and they're like, oh, we can do this again. So we so got, that our was, freedom. That was we got our freedom back. Um, yeah. Oh, and then remember, remember when we went in and we ran into um, that friend of ours. Oh, uh, yeah. That we ran into, we ran into this guy that we knew for many years. He Lorenz. was also working. Lorenz. He was also a great guy from Queens. Loves the map. Shout um, out. Shout out to <laughs> Lorenz Gaga. What's up? Um, we run into him there. We were like, we were coming, he was going. He had gotten uh, uh, assigned to the project as well. It was a kind of a big project. He was like, oh my God, how are you guys? Like, what's going on? I thought you were full-time. Like, 
at an agency and this and we're like yeah we were he and said how like, long <laughs> he's like he looks like <laughs> he said how long have you been freelancing for and yeah Angela and I, looks uh, at her I, Angela I looks at her watch <laughs> I looked at my watch and I looked at him and I'm like, two hours? And he was like, holy <laughs> shit, what's going on? Um, and that was the the start of the the new world. That was about two years ago, I guess now, right? But literally it has been, um, in in three or four days, it will be two years that that's, that happened. That's crazy. That, ha- that's that which crazy. shall not be mentioned, but shall be mentioned pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny though, because then we sort of delved into this world of freelance again, and we realized, you know, we've been working in this business for so many years that we know so many people, and now everybody we knew were kind of scattered all over New York and other places. And, um, you know, we were like, it was like nerve wracking because it's like now we're, we're hustling in a different way and we're looking for work. And while you're in the freelance job, you're looking for the next freelance job. And that's pretty intense. Or sometimes you're like, like, you have nothing going on and you have like four people that have called you and you're like, maybe none of them will come through or one of them will come through or three will come through. And then you have to tell them you lied and you're busy. Like it's crazy. Totally. But I think the thing we realized was like nothing, it wasn't different anywhere. Like when we did go in and freelance, people expected you to be sitting there 20, you know, the, the 10 hour day. I'd say 80% of the people, you know, 80%. Correct. A couple of places who we still work with quite a bit, they were so great. They were like, we don't care where you are. As long as you deliver the goods, we're cool. And then some places were making us sit there. And every time we were doing it, we were like, what is going on here? Like, why do these people, like, they we're freelancers, we're a unit. Like, why are they making us sit here chained to a desk? Like, one time we got in trouble um, for That's not right. sitting in our assigned cubicle. We were actually in the agency. But yeah. we, weren't, we weren't sitting at the assigned cubicle. We were sitting at like sort of a communal table. Yeah, because the cubicle was sad and weird. And I, I don't even think our legs like fit under the desk. Remember, it was something very awkward. It just didn't make any, or like the outlet didn't reach. You couldn't even plug your computer well, it's in. Funny, it at was a lot of, so stupid. At a lot of ad agencies now, they almost like want to bring you in just like legally as full-time employees. Um, they, they're kind of like, you're a temporary employee. So they have to give you an email and they have to give you a phone oh, and it's exhausting. All and the then things. All the so paperwork. so it takes you days to like sign up and you're like, oh, we're just freelancers. Let, you know, I think the biggest challenge when they, when, you know, they're, they're sort of crazy about seeing you and making sure you're there every day is the, like I was saying earlier, how we work and how we kind of work in these bursts of time. I mean, I think one day we went for a walk and we were, got scolded. Like we were out for a walk and they were like, where are you? Come back. You need to go to this meeting. And we're like, what meeting? And then, you know, and then half the time you end up sitting at the desk and, and you're, you're just like working on life stuff. Like, I think, I think we redesigned Deb's kitchen. Sitting so during, during all of this, like it hit us that what we'd really like to do is start working directly with clients. And then all of a sudden the pandemic happened. And then the pandemic happened. And, then- and now what? The and pandemic happened and it, what's so crazy is like so many people we know or I know in my town got COVID because they were commuting every day. And because of the time we were working on a client-based um, project, that's right. we were able to be like, let's not 
go in. Let none of us travel. Let's do all our meetings on zoom. And, and so our client at that time was so great. Like there was, we weren't, we were working virtually. So I feel like that saved me from getting COVID because like literally (laughs) my whole neighborhood got COVID because everyone was on the packed New Jersey transit train. And then scared. Oh my God. The thought of going on that train right now makes me so nauseous. But after I think that, yeah, I think the, the pandemic also, you know, really solidified that we were, we could do this thing that we had said we were trying to convince people we were doing, which is be more remote working um, and work how, how worked for us, you know, and, mm-hmm. and not to sound, not to sound like a brat, but I think it's more worked for us that made them successful, you know, like the way, if we're working in the way that, that we can be efficient and effective, the agencies and the clients benefit from that. It's not like we're just doing it because we're like being no, divas. No, in, in fact, like my time, you know, I have two young kids and and so in the morning, like running out, dealing with them, getting to the train, I'm realizing, you know, that was from like, you know, 6.30 to 9.30 a.m. Those are my optimal like working times. Like that between yeah. 6.30 and 9.30 a.m., I get a day of work done now. Right. Between- you know, what was great for us was the pandemic wasn't like, I mean, as terrifying as it's been, it, the work part wasn't scary for us. I think it was a massive adjustment for a lot of people and for yeah, there were and, co- general, and there were a couple like, oh, months cool. where there were a couple months where the phone was definitely not ringing as much. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mean that. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like we weren't like, oh shit, we have to figure out how to work like this. No, it was more. It was like the pandemic was like it happened, and whether it was busy or slow or not, like we. Yeah, we, we had like, it down. This is how we work anyway. Like this is our best work time anyway. So this is not going to be like an adjustment for us of working no. how to work together. You know, we had some moments in the pandemic. We were laughing the other day. Um, and I'm going to remind that the story of, um, you know, and we'll, we'll get into it. But um, Angela has moved to Australia and yep. she is now in a two week quarantine. You I sure tell am. Them a little bit about that. I would love to. I would love to. It's, it's just As I'm rude. looking at Angela on Zoom, she's like in this like very, you know, <laughs> like a, it's, I mean, it's a, I mean, like a model apartment. In, yeah. Uh, I mean, in, it's like a, in, what are they in, called? Like comfort in suites or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, exactly. And it's, everything is but very like, like down gray, under, down yeah. under. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know, life happened. My partner, uh, Ben is from Australia. He was living in New York where I met him and his very charming Australian accent. He's an editor, benjones.com. No, I don't even know if he has that website. <laughs> ben, ben jo- benjonesedit.com. Benjonesedit.com. Very think good editor. That's how, about we, it. You, that's how we met him, editing. That's right. And think about it. You go to bed and you wake up and your edits are in your inbox. It's very exciting. Um, that's the name but, of his company edit in your inbox <laughs> in your inbox no but um about probably the last year in the fall um some family stuff came up and he and I uh talked about it and and we decided the the thing to do was to come back here and be near his family and and that's what we're doing Ben came back in January because they weren't letting Americans in at that time. Plus I was like, I, I can't, that's too fast. I'm freaking out. And um, <laughs> I'm like, I need a little time to wrap up a little bit of life here and figure out what, you know, what I'm going to do moving forward. And by I, I mean, Deb and I as well. Um, 
And yeah, so I got here on May 21st. I got here almost 10 days ago and I'm sitting in this uh, quarantine because, you know, it's still very COVID-y and Australia is like terrified of it because as everybody would know, or if not, it's an island. So, um, you know, you have to quarantine for 14 days, which seems a bit excessive, but I'm doing it and I'm almost done. Well, no one in Australia Um, has COVID. No, there's no COVID. There's no COVID. And I found out if, if you do, it's really, it's kind of messed up here. If say you do get COVID, you become like a pariah, like they splatter your name everywhere because they're contractors. And so it's almost kind of like, <laughs> it's messed up. It's like Deb Maltzman has COVID and you're just like this person that's just, you're, you're like the leper or, or you're like Cersei in uh, Game of Thrones walking through the thing. Shame, shame. <laughs> like, like Scarlet Letter. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's all those things. It's all those horrible things in the movies and the books. It's like people are like pointing and laughing. Kids are throwing fruit at you. Like <laughs> it's not cute. You don't want it. So I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm like in outbreak. Like I open my door, they check on me a day, you know, they come, they do COVID tests and the rest of the time I'm alone. Luckily, uh, I am in a very nice hotel suite situation where I have a balcony so I can get fresh air. Um, And I have a half functioning kitchen. So I've been doing like a lot of like microwave egg tutorials and, and, you know, seeing what I can do with that. But, uh, you know, passing the time, it's okay. But it's crazy because now Deb and I are more remote than ever. (laughs) So we had, yeah. So like when all this happened and I found out, I was like, oh my God, like, what are we, what what are we going to do this? And look, we're still like, what are we, we're just doing it. Um, So, you know, there's like unknowns. Hey, we're 10, we're 10 days, we're 10 days in and it's. It's kind of working. It's working. It's starting um, to work. You know, we're like figuring out our times, like basically Australia's 14 hours ahead. So our, our, it's like when it's early morning for Angela, it's evening for me. Um, when it's morning for me, it's evening, sort of later evening for, for Angela. And so we're that just- one's tri- That one's tricky with, that one's tricky with the jet lag, but that'll get better. But, you know, because again, like because of the way we've always communicated together, I mean, it, it, in our career, I mean, first of all, if this happened two years ago before COVID and moved to the other side of the planet, it would have been like, see you later, bye. Like, cause we could have never- had this kind of flexible remote. No, and people would have people would have been like, "Where are you?" you yeah, they'd be like, "You in. can't." You would have been dead in the water. Um, and so, and you know, and we still don't know how people are. You know, certain people are going to react. It's all you know, it's all in the works. But, um, but it wouldn't have been possible. And now, when this happened, we were like, "Well, we're not just going to. We can't just end it. <laughs> we can't just no. The story later. This is not an end. Yeah. So no." You know, and when we tell people, it's funny because we've told people, and they're like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" And we're like, "Oh no, my God, it's so dr- isn't it dramatic? Isn't it's it dramatic? dramatic? Look, it's, it's a big so change." Um, but um, we have been sort of—it's a big change. And I would like to say, for the record, I'm terrible with change. Terrible. Deb has, Deb pointed it out to me many years ago, and I was like, "Shit, you're right. I suck <laughs> change." Like. Well, when we'd, we'd like start a new job and she'd be like crying in the bathroom and I'd just be like, 
and fine. you're just fucking terrible with change and in like I three suck. days you're I'm, gonna be fine yeah it um, takes a minute for me but deb is like she's like oh, change yeah throw it all out start over and i'm like no <laughs> hang on i, like I mean that's way. why i like quitting nothing it's like invigorating for me so now yeah, yeah. you know here we are and so and- i think i had to i think i had to be the it was a little opposite for a minute on this one i was like this is gonna be great and well yeah like, i'm like i still need to make money that's my, you know, I'm a breadwinner yeah. in a family of four. I'm like, yeah, not mama's got to, mama's got to bring home the cash. That's but um, the slab, you got to bring home the slab bacon. I got to bring shitty bacon. I got to bring home some good stuff, some good bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so what we're working on is remotely working. Um, and we're, you know, when we've talked to clients, we have they don't seem to care at all um no in I, fact we, a client we're we're hoping to work with coming up they've been remote from the beginning of their partnership yeah as they're, well, they're in la cool and new york they they see each yeah. other maybe once a year they like yeah. meet in park city utah and uh i think so that funny. was it i think so made up. but um they you know meet up once like a year mm-hmm. and they like you know see each other in real life which i'm happy to do um in australia and um yeah you know that that's kind of how they do it. You know, our time difference is a little the cocta, but, <laughs> it, um, but again, but, it, but, it, but again, it does, it does like lend itself to how we always worked. Like I said, you know, first. if we even have like, if we have, if we have two or three hours, like full dedicated time to each other, like we get the most done in those two or three hours. Yeah, and then like, we do all our stuff separately, you know, like exactly. even for this podcast, we tried a version of it and um, it was pretty insane. And then Angela overnight wrote notes all over a, she did. Did, on a Google doc and High, lots of colors. When I woke up, she was like, there's notes in the doc, take a look. And I'm like, okay. So like yeah, I wake up. It's kind we, of we exciting. Wake, it's like you get a gift. You we, get gifts. <laughs> In the morning. And yeah. That was the best gift you ever gave. <laughs> <laughs> notes, notes on a never Google Doc. I do think there's Google. I do think there's better gifts. But um yeah. so so here we are. And I mean that's the whole idea of this podcast is we kind of want to bring you along as we, you know, explore this new world and see, you know, how we get things done, which like we said, we already are and and who can handle it and who can't. And you know, that's because, right. You know, we've we've always said that you know, it's, it is kind of over these 14 years. I mean, let's not forget that's a really long time. Yeah. You don't just throw, you just don't. Congratulations. 14, congratulations. 14 yeah. years. Yeah. 14 years. It's a but long, not, and it's also my longest I'm, relationship. I mean, me too. You know, like I said, the, these 14 years, we've, we've really learned not only a lot about each other, but a lot about how, you know, personally, of course, but which adds to, I think the relationship tremendously, but also the working style and, you know, this, this like respect get, for each other's, respect for each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Respect for each other's lives and understanding and, and uh, yeah. And getting shit done and, and, and being successful, not only, you know, in the traditional sense, but in this remote world. I, yeah, I think, and I think, you know, a lot of people that we talk to that are working remotely, the, the boundaries have all been lost. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they're getting phone calls at all hours of the night. And, mm-hmm. and I think having each other, we're able to stick up for each other. That's right. And, um, you know, help each other sort of call it when things are too crazy or when our, you know, personal time is invaded too much. And, uh, you know, that is what really works for us. It allows us to, you know, have a, have a life and have a successful creative relationship. And, and yeah, I think in this a, remote world, that kind of those boundaries are really important. 
Yeah. And, and there is that, like you said, even back to when we got fired, like that support, you know, or, mm-hmm. or just, you know, a moonstruck moment where you're like, snap out of it. Like, you know, those, those <laughs> yeah. things, it, it, you need it, you need it. It needs to be, it, it's not just positive support. It's also kind of like you're being, you got to like tone it down. You got to take a break. You got to, maybe you need a minute. Like, we can say those things to each other. <laughs> I mean, the other day I said something. And now that we're now that we're for now that we're further apart, we can even really say them because we can't. You can just be like, "Bye, get bad connection. I have to go." Um, the other day I said something on the phone, and Angela's like, "Deb, you can't say that to someone." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was a little. <laughs> He was just like, just don't say that again. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I, you know, there's, there's a lot of that. And, you know, working remotely or over Zoom or being Hello. on the phone or WhatsApp now instead of texting. Oh, it's like, you know, however we communicate, all that support and, and stuff is, is always there. And that's why we don't think it really matters that we're on opposite sides of the world now. It doesn't, you know, there's going to be times when it definitely feels like that. But it, yeah, it like we can get it done. That's right. And be successful at doing it. We've been preparing. We've been preparing for this our our whole 14, our whole adult lives. That's right. We've been begging for it. So on this podcast, like our, you know, we want to take you on that journey and see where it goes and, you know, talk to some colleagues and friends along the way and hopefully potential clients. I don't know, maybe even, I don't know, maybe even we'll have my therapist on because she's pretty great. She's, yeah, she's they're, part of this they're doing, they're doing, they're doing things remotely as well. That's right. Um, you know, and just talk to other people that are doing this, doing the, living in this remote world, how it's affected them, but also just, you know, other people that are in, in partnerships, whether life or creative business or business in general. And, mm-hmm. and, and just, of course, some other things on like how, how we've gotten along, um, gotten along, like gotten together, uh, gotten along, meaning, you know, in life, in life, but also as a team and a partnership, um, you know, how we feel about it and some things like little tricks and tips of, of what's, what's made us successful over the years. Cause now, you know, we always felt like we were lone wolves a little bit, but now everyone's in this like crazy, wacky, non-traditional working from home or working from different places, like being on and off at odd times. Like we sort of feel like that's almost what we wanted. And and now a lot of people are in that position and they're trying to figure it out and balance it and see, you know, how to respect boundaries, but, you know, take advantage of the flexibility. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put it all out there on this podcast. So it's remotely working. Catch us next time on, is this remotely working? I think that worked. You know, I think it did. (laughs) 